I mean, when you get right down to it, money is something that helps us complete our tasks and objectives, right? It certainly should be part of every one of our toolboxes. Wouldn't you agree? Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Silover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. And if you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. Hey, we all know this past year has been really difficult for most of us to deal with. So if you have some areas in your life you really want to make a change, you really want to make improvements, you want to get to that next level, you have things you want to accomplish but just not really sure how to get there, you need some help, you need a guide, you need a coach... I'd love to be able to help you with some one-on-one coaching. Just go to my website, ricksilover.com, and go to the contact page and drop me a note or just instant message me on Facebook or Instagram. Weeknight and weekend appointments available right now. Hey, today I want to talk to you about a subject that we've all struggled with throughout our lives. Some more than others, but I guarantee we've all struggled with and will continue to do so at some level. But hopefully I can share my insights and understanding of this tool And maybe that sharing may help you struggle less going forward. Yes, I did say tool. The more I understand about money, the more I realize it's really nothing more than just a tool. No matter what position you have in your shop, or in your life for that matter, you have a toolbox. Now, if you're body, service, or paint tech, you have an actual physical toolbox somewhere in the shop. Some as big as a small SUV with built-in entertainment systems, flat-screen TVs, and lighting that may have cost you as much as a small SUV. Then some, like mine, are just old, shitty, beat-up craftsman boxes from the 80s or 90s. And then some painters may just be working out of something small and simple, like a milk crate. But regardless of size or cost, that toolbox is where you store all those necessary gadgets or tools to help you accomplish whatever task you need to complete to reach your objective. In this case, repairing the vehicle in your stall. Now, if you're an estimator, writer, or manager, your toolbox may be your desk or mobile estimating cart. But the same concept still applies. You keep everything you need there to accomplish your tasks and objectives. Now, if you're the shop or business owner or an entrepreneur, your toolbox may be more of a mental storage space than a physical one. Or maybe some digital files on your laptop or maybe in the cloud. But still, it's the place where you keep all your tools to help you complete your objectives, right? And for the rest of us that may not be in the auto service industry, we still have our own toolbox that we've built over the years filled with our tools, you know, all the skills, the talents, the strategies and tactics we use every day to accomplish our objectives too. So money, in its actual capacity, when you strip away all the misconceptions, incorrect theories, bullshit ideas, and limited learnings about it, is really just a tool. Plain and simple, a tool. So why don't we think about it that way? I mean, when you get right down to it, money is something that helps us complete our tasks and objectives, right? 
that certainly should be part of every one of our toolboxes. Wouldn't you agree? Not sure what I mean? That's okay. I'll try to explain from my perspective, which would also be echoed by many successful financial leaders like Robert Kiyosaki, Tony Robbins, Warren Buffett, and several others, exactly why that is. So if you're, say, maybe 40 to 45 years old or older, chances are your grandparents or great-grandparents were greatly affected by the Great Depression of 1929. So what they taught your parents about money was very limited, and they in turn passed those same beliefs down to you and probably consisted of one or more of the following concepts. Scarcity. Money is hard to come by. There's just not much of it available for you. Money can only be had by working very, very hard. Save what money you make. Don't spend it. Put it in the bank. Don't take any risks with your hard-earned money, or you'll never be rich. That's for other people. Now, if I missed any, let me know, but I didn't even get that much from my dad. He just basically said, yeah, it's tough out there. Great. Thanks for the advice, Pops. There was no education on money, wealth, investments, or real estate going through school, and we had no training or education on the home front. So most of us just got out there as soon as we could. Hell, I had a paper out at 12, lied about my age at 14 to start a job in a restaurant and start working hard, and have never slowed down since. I didn't know anything else about money for such a long time. I just kept working and working, thinking someday I'll work hard enough and long enough, maybe I'll get to retire. Or as our parents would tell us, get a job with a pension, then after 30 years you can retire and the government will take care of you. Well, what a crock of shit that turned out to be. But along the way I've learned or come to realize a few things. Not just from working my ass off for the last 45 years, but also from studying others, from reading books written by others that have been successful, and listen to educational tapes, CDs, and podcasts. Money is not a goal or a destination. Money is not just for other people. You know, the lucky, the privileged, our elected officials. Money is not scarce. It is wildly abundant in our world. There is more than enough for everyone. Money is not bad or the root of all evil or whatever bullshit saying people without money usually say. Money does not buy happiness. Happiness is an emotion. It is within your mindset. You can be extremely happy about money. There are millionaires and billionaires that are absolutely miserable, lonely, no family or friends, depressed, with no love or happiness in their hearts, but a lot of freaking cash. Although money cannot buy happiness, if I'm miserable, I think I'd rather be miserable with a lot of cash on hand, wouldn't you? Money does not make you rich. People can be rich in relationships, rich in spirituality, rich in inner peace, or rich in physical health, rich in making an impact through service to others without having much actual money. Being rich and being wealthy are two very different things. Being rich is more of a state of mind, an attitude you hold in your spirit or your heart. You can be rich without money, but you absolutely need money for wealth. Wealth is a position of financial freedom, of independence, of power or ability to live your life exactly to your standards, desires, and direction. Wealth can allow you to serve others at whatever level you wish to. Wealth gives you complete control over your life. You're not a player on somebody else's team. You're wearing a jersey with your damn name on it, not someone else's. Money is not to be saved, stuck away in some low-interest savings account, checking account, or CD, or buried in mason jars out in the back 40. Money is a tool. Money is an amplifier. It's kind of like alcohol, you know. 
if you're a mean person or an asshole, you can become meaner or a bigger asshole when you add alcohol. But if you're a happy person and friendly, when you start drinking, you get more friendly with everyone around you and usually end up crying at the end of the night telling your buddies you love them. Money works much the same way. Give an asshole a lot of money and it only amplifies and they become bigger, more powerful assholes. And a good-natured, friendly person will do more good, help more people, give more, and serve others at a much higher level when they build some wealth. Money is mostly useful when being used, whether buying something you want, because nothing is more satisfying or rewarding than spending your money on something you want. And ladies, can I get a hell yes on this? Why do you think most women come home from a successful afternoon of shopping in a good mood? Because they bought some stuff they wanted to buy. And guys, you know that feeling as well, right? We get a nice hit of dopamine after buying something, and it reinforces our desire to work hard, to make more money, to spend more. It's really quite an addictive cycle. Money should work hard for us. Now, I know that's a total 180 degree from what we were taught as kids, but working hard for money will not make anyone wealthy. Our best returns in our work are when we take what we've earned, reinvest it in other financial instruments that have the ability to generate income. Now, I'm going to preface this with a big disclaimer, so pay attention. I am not a financial advisor, nor am I endorsing anything, and my advice, thoughts, or experiences in this area should not be taken as financial advice. Now, with that said, I'll continue. For example, taking some of your hard-earned money and investing it in some stocks that have some risk, but have good potential for higher returns in the current market. So let's say moderately 12 to 25% returns. That may feel a little too risky, but just putting that cash into a CD or savings account or bond fund will generate very little return and ties up that cash for a long period of time. But in those medium risk stocks that generate some growth in a shorter period of time, then you taking those earnings and then buying some additional stocks, now your money's actually working for you, not vice versa. Now, I didn't know anything at all about stock market back in the 90s and had nothing saved at that time, but I had several body shop customers, mostly technicians, that were day trading, you know, back before they clamped down on that whole thing, and they were making some killer cash while they are at work, and, you know, doing it in times when they were waiting for a cut-in or waiting for additional parts or letting filler dry. That naturally sparked my interest in learning a little bit about stocks, although I never got into the day trading. as That was just a, a bit too scary for me at that point, I did open my own E-Trade account and started with $1,000. Just played around, losing and gaining as I went. But now over the years, those investments have grown. I've taken earnings and moved it into other stocks, and those have grown too. And, and I'm pretty happy with how that cash flow worked for itself. I didn't work hard for it. It worked hard for me. And I say this not to brag, not in the least, but hopefully to inspire others to not be afraid of investing. That even someone totally as uneducated in the stock market as me could do it, so could you. And it's worth the risk. At least it was for me. Income-producing real estate is probably the best way to let your money bust its ass for you. Buying a rental property has some risk and will take a little upfront homework and cost, but it can start making you money instantly. Creates an income stream and simultaneously will be increasing in value as your property that you can sell at some point. Buying an existing business, expanding your own company, or adding a new service, a brand, or a division can be a wonderful use of money to allow it to start working for you. Many entrepreneurs have started brand new companies with little or no cash of their own, 
turned it into hugely successful money makers. And the amount of online businesses and like Shopify stores out there now is crazy. Can allow someone to have an online store where they don't have any stock, no merchandise, and everything is just drop shipped straight from the manufacturer. That's crazy. There's people making hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars without anything or very little upfront to start. There are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of ways and opportunities to make money work for you instead of working endlessly for it. That saving every penny and hoping that the government or Social Security will take care of you in your golden years is merely a fantasy or a pipe dream at this point. The days of great pension plans are long gone, and there's no guarantee that Social Security will even be there in 5 or 10 years. The reality is, there is no one coming to save you. Your financial future is ultimately in your hands which is actually a good thing for you. I mean, our government can't seem to properly manage their own finances. I'm quite sure they're not going to do a better job with mine or yours. Do you really want to rely on them? No, thank you. The only requirements for success in playing an active role in your own financial future are just a few simple things. Number one, having the right mindset and belief system about money. To learn more than you were taught at home or school about it, which is probably little or nothing, that it's not a limited resource, not meant for other people besides you, or is it only for savings and not spending until you're too old to enjoy it? That low to middle class program we have in our minds currently about money will keep us low to middle class until we change it. Number two, the understanding that there's a major difference between being rich and having wealth and how that applies to you. How to live richly in other areas of your life with what you have and work on building your wealth. Number three, to gain a little courage and accept some risk when it comes to making some investments. To not let your fears keep you playing small, playing safe. To understand life is not fully lived or enjoyed without taking some risks, without stepping outside of your comfort zone. Number four, to start using money as a tool. Something you use to help complete a task or accomplish an objective. To make it work hard for you and not the other way around. So just like when you have your next R&R front bumper and front fender job, you go to your toolbox, you get all those tools that you know you need to accomplish the task. Maybe except for your 10 millimeter socket because you probably have to borrow one from somebody else. God only knows where yours went, right? But treat money the same way. Keep it in your toolbox, just not the one you have at work, and pull it out when you need to put it to work to help you accomplish the task of building your wealth and really providing security for yourself and your family's future. Remember, regardless of how many unique and special tools you've acquired over the years, unless you have money, the most powerful tool you'll ever have access to, in that toolbox as well, your toolbox will never be complete. Well, that's all I had for you today. I hope you found something helpful in today's message that you can take back to your business or back home and immediately put into action and start making a positive difference in your professional or personal life. If you like this episode, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. Hey, real quick, I want to ask a favor. If you enjoy the show and you enjoy what I do every week and you want to help support the show, go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash mindwrench. 
You can donate as much as you'd like, but literally for the price of a cup of coffee. And you know I like my coffee. For as little as three bucks, you can help support this show and keep it going and growing. You can find the link in my show notes, but once again, go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash mindrich.